Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Good afternoon, everybody. Jamie Wagner, co-founder of Eyes Up Mindset with my co-founder, John Shirky. How are you today, John? Jamie, I'm doing fantastic. Looking forward to uh, today's conversation. Yeah, me as well. We have our first interview today with Tom Lucky, a friend of ours. Um, that's pretty awesome. We hit on a bunch of really important topics that support our challenge to find our best, namely collaboration and how working with others draws out our best. But we also hit on parenting and developing our mindset with our children and even get a pretty cool story where challenge is extreme and without somebody there might not have been possible. So uh, Tom Lucky is first and foremost your friend. I met him through you. So how did you meet Tom? I had just taken the head coaching job at Summit High School as the football coach. And he had previously been on the staff and interviewed for, he wanted to continue working on the staff. And he and I worked together for a couple of years. And I learned a lot from Tom, you know, as far as coaching and football stuff, but it really blossomed into a friendship where, you know, he impacts my life way beyond our time on the football field and at practice. So absolutely. I think people that know Tom would be like an interview with Tom was serious. Um, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a hilarious dude and you'll get some of that. But I think the thing that you said is that that friendship blossomed into something that's really impactful for both of you. And I, have by proxy gotten a lot of it also. And so i um, excited for you guys to hear it today. And uh, without further ado, here's Tom. So Tom, I wasn't intending on this today when I had you join, but this might be an opportunity to get a little content. It makes a lot of sense that Tom's our first guest. I don't really like the term guest. I would like more like a, like rot Co rotating co-host. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready, okay. baby. Also, just so you know, Tom, people will not necessarily be able to see your picture or the video because we only record audio. Well, maybe we could take some time just to describe my sunglasses then. Well, the boat shirt is crucial, first of all. Yes. I've seen that shirt a number of times. The American fish? Yeah, that's the one. I got the hunting hat, the fishing shirt. I only brought two pairs of clothes with me, so my choices are limited. Tom, tell us a little bit about what, what you're on your way to do right now. Well, I'm, uh, I'm currently driving a rental car. It's a Toyota RAV4. It drives itself uh, to Santa Fe, New Mexico to ride the historic Route 66 uh, back to, towards Chicago on my bicycle. That's the plan. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you came to this idea or how this adventure came about. Yeah, uh, so some, some good friends of mine decided that they were going to ride their bikes across the country. And as they were starting to get ready for this trip and buying their bikes and their gear, I found myself profoundly jealous. However, timing-wise, it wasn't really working out. And then, miraculously, my wife gets laid off from work, and I decided that maybe I could go. And so... I was driving across the country the other direction, and uh, there wasn't a lot of planning that went into this. 
because it was more like, hey, people are riding across the country. Uh, I can join them. Sounds fun. Let's go. I'm going to tell you this, Tom. Like Most people aren't saying, hey, I want to ride across the country on my bike on a whim. I love that you're like, I'm profoundly jealous. There's a few things that you said that stuck out to me. I was profoundly jealous that I could not get on a bike and ride across the country. What about that is appealing to you? Uh, well, one, the, the biggest thing for me is, is answering the question of whether I have the ability to ride a bike across the country is the number one most appealing thing for me. I mean, I've never even ridden my bike 50 miles in a day, and these guys are averaging 80 miles a day. So the, the, to answer the question of whether I can do it or not, whether it's something that's physically I can handle or, or probably more mentally that I can handle. The other thing is that I've realized is um, that I am Zooming with you and I'm pretty sure I just missed my exit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm now lost in Missouri somewhere. <laughs> I fit right in. So do you need uh, us to give you a second to get back on track or are you good? No. I think I think my maybe my GPS is lost and I'm actually on track. Perfect. So most people aren't getting on a bike and saying, "Hey, I got to test myself to the limit physically to answer the question whether or not I can do this thing." I've known you for a while and I this isn't the only time that this sort of thing has come up. And as a podcast where we talk about performance and mindset and how do we approach different problems with or find solutions for questions? Do you remember always being this way where you have questions that you need to answer about yourself physically? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I've, I've always been that way in, in an adventure. If there was something that I wanted to do, I had the ability to push myself physically until it happened but not in an adventure sense. I think that's something that's developed more as an adult. And I don't, I don't really know why, but it, it, I, I love it. Like I, I feed off of it. Do you surround yourself with people that are more adventurous? Is, is that part of it? Or is it, do you find yourself triggering other people to go that direction? No, I definitely, I definitely find myself, I surround myself with people who are, who are adventurous. And I think, you know, that's part of what, what drives it is you see what other people are doing and that gives you ideas of, of what's possible. And, and, you know, just like this, like I'm only riding from Santa Fe to Chicago, but I'm joining two other people who are going coast to coast our conversation for today, our topic is collaboration and how being around and with others and being vulnerable to others, connecting with others creates betterment. I mean, we improve because of the role of other people in our lives. And in what ways do you see being a part of these two other people who have already done a pretty good stretch, you know, longer than I would be willing to bike ever? How do you see them contributing to the, your success in this process? The biggest way that I hopefully will contribute to each other's success 
being there as a, you know, like a mental support, because I feel like this is going to be much more of a, of a, or as much of a mental battle as it will be a physical battle. And to have other people with you, I think gives you somebody to lean on uh, when, when you're struggling, what you're struggling with. They have some of the, you know, they'll have similar struggles. Um, and I've done some pretty sizable adventures uh, with these with these two folks. They have the right mindset and a support system is what I think will be most important. Because originally I was going to go from the upper peninsula of Michigan um, back down to where my parents live in western Michigan. And knowing that I wouldn't have that support system is what drove me to drive back out to Santa Fe to ride with these two. Is there something specific about these two that gives you the confidence to make that decision and just go for it? Definitely helpful that it's, it's these two individuals. And I, I happen to know um, they have a very positive outlook and no matter what the situation is, uh, we've spent a lot of times a lot of time in the mountains skiing together and gotten into some, uh, you know, less than ideal situations. And they are really good at keeping a positive mindset in really, really hard, hard situations. However, I don't like the fake cheerleader type. I don't like the person who's like, you got this big guy and feel like, uh, you know, your mom's behind you clapping because she has to love you because she, she bore you. I don't like that either. So it's a very realistic but positive mindset that these two carry. And so I feel like, man, they make kind of the, the perfect, perfect people to, to try to jump on something like this. I think it's interesting you said you didn't want to ride from the UP of Michigan to Western Michigan, which is what, 500 miles maybe? Not even? 400, 498. Yeah. Nice. Good call. Um, and now you're going to be like, I'll go from Santa Fe to Chicago, which is considerably longer. Um, probably it's three about or a thousand. Okay. And it's like, I'm not, I'm unwilling to do it in one context, but I'm absolutely like excited out of my mind about it in another context. I think that's the power of people. Like you say, these genuinely heartfelt, positive people that are going to give you the right kind of support is is crucial in achieving almost anything i you know personally i would think that where do you see this stuff show up in other avenues of your life you know like we you're clearly adventurous and want to go and try some different things but it's it's not just in these moments of high risk high adventure where this stuff is beneficial like what sort of areas of your life could you not imagine not being with somebody else doing the same sort of thing. Yeah, I feel like um, I think I've realized lately, um, right now, trying to trying to teach remotely, kind of feels like we're doing our jobs as teachers by ourselves, and uh, you realize pretty quickly that that's not normal for us. We are. We are very much connected. I'm, I am personally very much connected with the, with the other people that I work with. Um, and I look for that same camaraderie, that positive mental outlook um, when you're having a rough day. 
and someone you know you can you can lean on and rely on I think becomes uh, equally as important weird I think there's so much truth in how much the little things make a difference you know it's it's you saying I don't need a cheerleader I need someone who's authentically positive that's a little detail for some people but it makes all the difference in the world and now you're saying the same thing about your work life saying you know i can do all the things that i need to do to teach but the secret sauce is connection as a parent of a seven-year-old daughter how have you tried to instill this sense of adventure and the mindset around pushing yourself, whether it be physically, emotionally, or mentally to perform things that you may have not thought you could do? I think for one, I think taking her on adventures is first and foremost to her developing that, uh, that mindset. It's not something you can do without actually setting out and, and doing some stuff. So, you know, obviously when you're seven, your adventures are, are a little different. They're quite a bit smaller, um, but trying to include her in as many things as, as you safely can, you know, like from the time she was a, a baby, we, we put her in a, in a backpack carrier and we, we hiked mountains with her, you know, she was skiing in the, in the backpack about the time she could hold her head up. Um, some of the you know some of the sailing stuff we we do but then i think actually having ex, you know explicit talks about mindset um is good we talk in my house about uh positive self-talk because i think that's really really important and so when we're doing something she sometimes will get down on herself and she'll She'll speak real negatively. I can't do this, or I'm gonna. This is gonna happen, and so we'll stop and we'll just talk about well, what can you do, and and then say it out loud. And you know, I can see in her face at seven she doesn't believe herself, but I believe that if she keeps keeps talking to herself that way, and she proves to herself over and over again that there's so much that she can do, then that attitude starts to stick, and you start to have this this belief in yourself um, that you can do things or at least a willingness to, to find out if you can do things. And then uh, we also sometimes talk about, uh, you know, there's no sense in complaining about things you can't change. Sometimes you get into hard situations uh, and there's things that are uncomfortable and there's nothing you can do about it at the time. Uh, and so in those situations, complaining doesn't help and so trying to teach her like hey don't don't complain about what we can't change let's change the things we can change and let's not complain about the ones we can't and uh i think uh for those people who do know her for seven years old she's probably one of the most mentally resilient seven-year-olds um certainly that I know and maybe I'm biased because she's my kid but the, some of the things I've seen her go through and the way she's taken it has been amazing and she's she's going through it right now um, you know she's 
just getting to the end of spring, start of summer, and she's in a cast from her toes to her butt cheek. And other than a few minor breakdowns when she realized there were things that she couldn't do right now, she is taking this like an absolute champ and she is learning to focus on, well, what can you do? What can you do right now? Um, and, you know, we're, we're pretty lenient with what we let her do. And, you know, last week to load her up in a kayak and just put bags around her legs and, and let her go kayaking down a, down a river was, it was awesome. Um, and she was, she was pumped to be like out, outdoors and on an adventure again. And, uh, it's been cool. So yeah, she's developed some, some resilience, resiliency already that I hope continues to grow. So you talked about a couple of key concepts in there. One being self-talk, one being controlling the controllables, things that you can change, not complaining. Is that something that came naturally to you as a parent or you as an individual, or is that something that you maybe learned later in life? I know for me, that's something that is part of why we started Eyes Up Mindset is to, because it was our personal development on this journey of how do we get better every day and how do we grow our mindset and our perspective on things. And we felt like it was valuable for other people. But I guess the question is, have that, is that how you've always been or is that something that you learned along the way? And if so, when and how? Um, no, that is not, that is not, something that was uh that how i've always been that's definitely something i've learned along the way um and um i honestly those things have been learned uh through some of the some of the reading that i've done but then to read it is one thing but then to put it into play in my own life during some adventures that i've done and seeing real results from it um, has been what has made me like a, a firm believer in, in those, in those things. Um, I think adventures, especially ones that don't go as planned, you can have an adventure that doesn't go as planned. Uh, other people would look at it and say, wow, that's what happened to you. That sounds terrible. And you're looking back on it going, no, we all, we all escaped, uh, not her and safe. And looking back on it, it was hard, you know, physically, mentally, it was hard, but it was awesome. And, um, so I would say, uh, yeah, through, through, through hard times out in, in nature, uh, is where, where I've learned those one, one specifically, uh, I was part of a, a team that did the a ski touring race um, where you you ski tour 37 miles, but you start at midnight. You go through the whole whole night. Just, just Tom, just to clarify for our listeners, what is ski touring? Because some people may have an idea of what that is, but. Yeah, sure. Um, so ski touring is, is a type of, of snow skiing where you actually, you climb, climb the mountain yourself first before you ski. And, uh, you know, it, it takes a, a bunch of special equipment and it's, it's essentially like a, a earlier version of cross country skiing 
and and this particular race started in Crested Butte, Colorado, and went to Aspen, Colorado. It's about 37 miles and about uh, 8,000 vertical feet of climbing. And I was so prepared for the physical aspect of the race. I knew it was going to be hard. You know, I knew we were going to be going 12 hours in some pretty cold conditions. And um, and I was I was ready for that. What I wasn't ready for was the mental uh, battle that was going to take place starting as early as about two in the morning when your when your brain is asking you why you're still awake, let alone hiking up a mountain at two in the morning. And I learned how important in that race that positive self-talk was and how you can actually like by switching your mental state, you can switch how you feel physically and, and uh, you can revive yourself, you know, eat a, eat a, for me, it was an EL fudge cookie and sing a song and all of a sudden it like turns you around and, and uh, you're ready to go again. So um, yeah, I think adventures is where, where you can learn so much about that and about yourself and you can apply that to all kinds of aspects in your life. So specific question about that race or that adventure. You, I think you mentioned you do it in as a team. Is it even, is it even a possibility to do it by yourself? If you just wanted to try to do it by yourself? Uh, it's not because you go so deep into the mountains. You, you have to carry, you basically have to carry enough gear to be able to eat, and shelter and if there was an emergency wait for a rescue um, and so part of that gear and part of being able to travel safely in the mountains in avalanche conditions is having a good partner so you can't do it by yourself however you do the you and your partner do the whole race so it's you're not splitting it in a team you have to be with your teammate at every checkpoint or you have to sit there and wait for your partner to show up. So you have to start. Could you conceivably, you personally, have done it without another person? If the safety concerns weren't there, let's say it was an avalanche time, like it's just, can I do this physically slash mentally? Is that something you think is possible for you personally without somebody else? What, what I found in that particular race was my partner and I we traded low points mine came really early in the race um, and he he looked at me must have saw it on my face and he said how are you doing and I just looked at him I said not good and he just slid right in front of me and he said just watch my skis we're just going to keep moving and that was it there was no like Oh, what can I do to make you feel better or anything like that? But he knew at that point what I needed was just somebody in front of me um, to say, hey, we're just going to move. And, uh, and that, was, that was super helpful. And then um, I would say two to three hours later, I was, I was on the up and up. I was feeling great. And I looked at him and I could see it on his face. And I said, you all right? And he said, no. And we switched spots and I moved into the front. And I don't think we even exchanged a word. However, I think he knew like, all right, you just, you just get in the back and, and let's go. I think that gets at a point 
where, you know, obviously we are a podcast about performance and for us, most of the time that is through the lens of athletics. But I think that same concept, that same process applies through, throughout our lives, whether that be at work or at school or with your families. And I think one of the things that is the goal of our business and our podcast is to close that gap and see where people can apply these skills across the spectrum. And I think about just our relationship, you know, Tom, our friendship with you and how most of the time it's really lighthearted and it's, it's things that we're joking about and we can talk about some funny things and that's awesome. But some of the most impactful times are being able to say, Hey, you doing okay? And it's like, no, okay, then here's what we're going to do. And, um, so thanks for sharing that story. I think that's, it's an incredible story and, and an incredible feat. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm choking up a little bit just even thinking about it. I, the thing that stuck out when you said it is like, he just got in front of you and said, just keep going. And I have a six month old, you know, and the, the first part of parenting and probably every part of parenting, I, you know, it's like one parent is down and the other parent is up and one parent is like, okay, I got this right now. You know, you might be at 10%, but I'm at 60. I'll, you know, I, I can carry the load for a little bit. And I just think that, you know, it's not just sports. Like John said, it's not just an adventure that you've shared. It's not just being a parent of an infant. It's at work. It's, you know, it's the part that you talked about earlier saying you're missing the connection and collaboration is like sometimes at work, somebody steps in front of you and says, okay, just follow me. Like, just watch my skis. We're good. You know? And I think it's so, so important to have those people that you can rely on in a way to lead when they need to. And, um, that's the, that's the power of this whole conversation is collaboration. It's the connection that allows someone to see, not even say a word necessarily, but to see that you need someone to lead or someone to support or someone to provide something else right now. And that, that makes the difference in success and in failure. And oftentimes it's such a knife edge between if I make it or if I don't, and it might be that little thing. Don't even need to say anything, but I'll just, I'll, I'll go to the front now. I thought, it was such a, it was a really powerful example of all the things that we try and connect to and then to pull it out, to pull back, to zoom out a second and say, how does this apply to life? Well, I feel it right now as a parent, you're feeling it right now as a teacher, you know, we feel it as husband and you know, wives also and parents and sons and like, it's just, it's everywhere. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, I, I always think about, you know, who, who are the, the, the best adventure partners and it is, it's the ones that, you know, that can, can take over when, when you can't do it anymore. And, uh, and parenting is the ultimate, <laughs> it's the ultimate adventure. It's the hardest one, uh, that I've, that I've embarked on so far. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's true. And it's, it's amazing. And my wife is, um, incredible at, at knowing when, Hey, 
she can just see it like, Oh, he's at his wits end or, or whatever. And, and she can step in and that's, that's the best adventure partner you can have right there. These challenges. And I think we all seek them in our own ways. Like, but these deep challenges of, uh, hardship or adventure are ways when you do it with somebody else to connect in a way that is almost impossible without it, without challenge. I get it. I get, I don't get the riding the bike a thousand miles, but I get wanting to do something with other people that pushes you because it's such an instant way in, you know? Though, however, have you thought about it this way? If you ride your bike a thousand miles, you could stop and eat everywhere you want to and not gain any weight. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm going to fish fries. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash Big Macs. Like I'm eating on this route. It's gonna be sweet. I did not think of that even a little bit. So. Yeah, and I think you know that's that's mindset, right? That's perspective, and uh, most people see it as a thousand mile bike ride. Tom, you see it as an opportunity to smash the fish fries and the Big Macs along the way. I love it. That's what I'm most excited about. Oh my goodness, I can't wait till the first Friday when when you pass those signs. Like we're going to be going through like the Panhandle of Texas in the next week here and there's you know on a friday that there's going to be a fish fry like the the oh wait the restaurants oh, it's going to be carry out i'm going to sit on the curb and just just smash like catfish or something like one of those things i wouldn't normally do on a road trip because i'd be like oh man that's not going to sit well in my stomach well, I'm going to digest that stuff in like five minutes. So who cares? We certainly appreciate uh, you sharing your adventures with us and how you got to get into situations like this. Um, I think both Jamie and I are, are on record saying that this is something that we probably would never think of or certainly never entertain. So we, we look forward to living vicariously through your adventure here over the next few weeks. So you'll have to uh, keep us informed. Yeah, I will definitely, uh, I'll check, I'll check in with you and, uh, let you know how it's going. Um, see maybe, who knows, maybe I'll call you tomorrow and tell you I quit or something, but doubtful. Don't let us down. Uh, I will. I will. I'm going to send you pictures of all the fish fries. Uh, I think at some point, maybe there's going to be days where I just need someone to, someone to chat with. So I'll call you up. Call me. For sure. And uh, I'll talk to you on the road. All right. Sounds I will good. talk to you guys later. Peace. Thanks, Tom. Bye. See you, Jimmy. Thanks again to our good friend, Tom Lutke. Teacher, coach, parent, adventurer. We had a blast interviewing him. Hopefully you enjoyed listening. If you want to keep up with him, you can follow him on Instagram at BigTomL. And as always, you can follow us on our social media on Twitter at Eyes Up Mindset, on Instagram, Eyes Up Mindset, or our website, eyesupmindset.com. Jamie, what are some ideas that we can draw from this conversation with Tom on the topic of adventure and collaboration? The thing that resonates most deeply with me is that life is an adventure. 
it's an opportunity to find yourself in challenge, in taking risks, in learning to grow through them and finding your limit sometimes. And that's always the challenge. It doesn't have to be a thousand mile bike ride. It can be as simple as being vulnerable with a friend and letting them know what's really going on. But it requires taking a step. That's the challenge. Thanks for joining us on this journey. As always, live eyes up.